الحمد لله الحمد لله الذي انزل الكتاب على عبده ليكون للعالمين نذيرا احمده جل وعلا على نعمه العظيمه واله الجسيمه اللهم لك الحمد كما ينبغي لجلال وجهك وعظيم سلطانك اشهد ان لا اله الا الله واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسله الله بين يدي الساعه بشيرا ونذيرا وداعيا الى الله باذنه وسراجا منيرا اللهم صل وسلم عليه اللهم صل عليه صلاه دائمه الى يوم الدين وصل على اله وصحابته ومن والاهم واهتدى بهديهم واستنى بسنتهم ودعا بدعوتهم الى يوم الدين اللهم اجعلنا منهم اما بعد عباد الله وصيكم ونفسي اولا بتقوى الله اتقوا الله سبحانه وتعالى وان التقوى كما يقول صلى الله عليه وسلم جماع كل خير فاتقوا الله في السر والعلانيه والمنشط والمكره لعلكم تفلحون يقول سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه المجيد الم تر كيف ضرب الله مثلا كلمه طيبه كشجره طيبه اصلها ثابت وفرعها في السماء تؤتي كلها كل حين باذن ربها ويضرب الله الامثال للناس لعلهم يتذكرون صدق الله وصدق رسول الله الله has indeed spoken the truth and the messenger of mercy has conveyed accurately and precisely the revelations conveyed to him through jibril alayhi salatu wassalam first of all i praise almighty allah for all of his wonderful and countless gifts that he has bestowed on us most important of them is the gift of faith guidance to the way of islam the way of the fitra simple nature innocent nature that god has created human beings a way of life that is natural balanced avoiding extremes of right and left takes care of all of the legitimate needs of human beings and help us to develop our full potential as human beings as the wajjarins of allah on this earth to shepherd the earth to take care of the life here and to enhance peace and harmony and in the in the order of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as he has established the universe on foundations of justice and balance may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send down his peace and blessings on his chosen servant muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam he is our perfect exemplar in all matters of religion and in matters of manners and character so today i want to bring home to invite your attention to one of the most neglected aspects of our religion this is the topic of adab manners and character that are praiseworthy 
that every Muslim, male and female and young and old should qualify themselves with. There is no Islam without character. Taqwa without character will not help us. The Prophet said that taqwa is conjoined with husnul khuluq. When he was asked what would make a person entitled to Jannah, the Prophet said, Taqwa Allahi wa husnul khuluq. The consciousness of Allah and good manners, good character. And that is why the scholars of Islam who have studied, devoted their entire life to the study of Islam, to the seerah of the Prophet ﷺ, to the ahadith of the Prophet, and to the seerah of Salafus Salih, our Imams and Awliyaullah. One of them summed up the entire teachings of Islam, saying, Al-Islamu kulluhu adab. If you want to know the essence of Islam as ethics and morals, Islam is all about manners, good manner, good behavior, courteous behavior, decorum, respectable way of dealing with yourself, your family, your companions, your fellow human beings, and the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-adabu ma'allah. And he says, the first thing is proper respect. Our attitude, what we owe towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Of course, I am not here to explain this because we need to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as he has prescribed for us. The purpose of our life is to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we fail to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and leave this world with having done so, we lost it all. We are the losers. So it's important for me and you to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our creator. If somebody goes to this world without having known Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he misses everything. He is the loser. So, Al-Adabu Ma'Allah. Next comes, Al-Adabu Ma'Kitabillah. One of these days we need to talk about Adab towards the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Adab with the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Many of us mistake this for just imitating the Prophet and some of this, the, the way he dressed. Of course, this is not the most important thing. The important thing for us is the, to follow the Prophet in the akhlaq, in the adab, respectable behavior. He has prescribed and he has taught us, he has advised young and old to have. And of course, adab to our, towards our parents, towards our family, if it is wife, towards the husband. If it is the husband, towards the wife. If it is a father, towards the children. Mother, towards the children. And towards our neighbors. And towards fellow Muslims. It doesn't stop there. Towards fellow human beings. 
and towards the entire creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Khairun nasi, anfahum linnas. The best of mankind are those who are most helpful, most beneficial to the mankind. The Prophet did not say to Muslims, he said to all of mankind. So, in this spirit we need to talk about. But let me draw your attention to a beautiful hadith. The Prophet ﷺ in this hadith was referring to the times you and I are living today. There is no doubt about it. I was astonished. The Prophet ﷺ said in a hadith narrated on the authority of Abdullah ibn Amr. By the way, Abdullah ibn Amr was one of those, one of those early compilers of the prophetic traditions because he got a special permission from Rasulullah to write down the traditions of the Prophet. So he says, he heard the Messenger of Allah say, Allah dislikes, Allah hates obscenities, lewdness, foul words, and obscene actions and mannerisms. By him who has my soul, the soul of Muhammad in his hands, the hour will not come until people start disbelieving, declaring an honest man to be dishonest. Hatta yukhawwan al-ameen. The honest is considered the most dishonest. Wayutaman al-khayin. The treacherous, the cheat, the thief will be declared as the honest. And people look up to him for advice, leadership and guidance. Are we not living in this? Surely we are going through these times. And what will happen? Obscenity, lewdness, promiscuous behavior will become rampant all over the world. In another hadith, the Prophet said, when promiscuous behavior becomes rampant, Allah will send down diseases that humankind never witnessed before. What happens? When they come, we blame the donkey, monkeys. Of course, it comes because of the misbehavior, the sin of human beings. The Prophet said, severing the ties of kinship. People will be willing to join ties with those far strangers, but they will cut relations with their kith and kin. Bad neighborliness. Good neighborliness is the Islamic character. As opposed to that, and this is taught by every single religious tradition on the face of the earth, because they all say, love of God and love of your neighbor is an essential, integral teaching of every single religion in the world, because this is the revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And وَالَّذِي نَسِّ مُحَمَّدٍ بِيَدِهِ 
by him who has the soul of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam in his hands, the example of a believer. If you want to see how a believer is, look at the gold, pure gold. You put that in the fire, it enhances its quality, it doesn't diminish it. A believer, in times of trial and tribulations, he will only shine, he will not lose his character. He will keep his character. And what is the Islamic character? Number one is Hasudah, truthfulness. And that is why Abu Bakr Sadiq, when he became a caliph, the first sermon he gave, gave is Asudhu Amara. The most essential trait of a leader is truthfulness. This is a trust between him and Allah and between him and the, and the people he go on. Asudhu Amara. That's why the Messenger of Allah was Asadiqul Amin even before he became a prophet. So first be a truthful person. No truthfulness, no religion. And the lack of truthfulness, lying and deception and falsehood will lead a person to hellfire. And his name will be written down in the record of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a chronic liar. And there is no salvation for him. By him who has my soul in his hand. If you want to have another example of the character of the believer, he is like a honeybee. It's another day I'm going to talk about it. But today, because honeybee has some character that Islam wants in the believer, number one is teamwork. Organization, hard work, hard work, trying to defend the community, trying to protect. Of course, we need to talk about it because there is so much miracle in the honeybee that's already alluded to in the Quran. But let us get back to the character, some of the adab, basic adab you and I need to teach. First, we need to practice what we preach. Allah seek refuge in you from a knowledge that profits not. Iblis had a lot of knowledge. It did not save him. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspire me and you. Whatever knowledge we teach and learn, we put it in practice within our own behavior and character. Of course, Islamic Islam teaches us the parents The Messenger of Mercy said is recorded in a number of collections of traditions. There is no gift. Parents can give their children no gift better than teaching them good manners, good morals. Today, we shower our children with all these gadgets which take away their thinking power. The addiction to devices make them lose the reading ability, their comprehension, their attention. Just like the leaders we have, because they are addicted to these devices 
and their attention span cannot. They cannot set about Trump. I don't know how far it is true that when the man wanted to teach in the Constitution of America, he could not go more than beyond the fourth article. Because addicted to these devices and television, you lose this attention to the ability to concentrate, to comprehend, to analyze, to think. So showering your children with the devices and making sure they do it day in and day out will ensure they lose their brain. And of course, to a lot of studies about Alzheimer's spreading, millions of people in the United States, 80 million people in the United States have dementia or Alzheimer's. And the number in Canada, of course, one of the main reason is this addiction to this kind of artificial devices. And of course, so what we need to teach, the best gift that we can give our children is good manners, the prophet said. And good manners would start at home. Children learn what they practice at home. Number one, the Prophet said, the first thing as a believer you need to do as you wake up from sleep is to thank your Creator. Alhamdulillah alladhi radda alayya ruhi wa aafani fi jasadi wa adhinali bidhikri. The Prophet of Mercy, as he opened his eyes from sleep, the word spontaneously came out. Praise be to Allah, who returned my soul unto my body, because he had taken my soul from my body during sleep. He returned it. Thank you for it. And thank you for the gift of health. And thank you Allah for the gift of remembrance, honoring me, to inspire me. Inspiring me to remember you. Of course, then of course we go to the washroom and clean ourselves and perform ablutions and pray salah. But of course, early to bed, early to rise. We lost it. Our children wake up late and they spend time in movies and devices. This habit is good. Astaghfirullah. We need to bring it back. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to do that. And of course, then of course, let me start. Khisalul fitra. There are natural etiquettes which we have inherited down through the centuries from the prophets of old. Cutting nails, not growing nails, not buying nails from the shop. Because it attracts your husband, spouse, cut your nails and trim your mustache and grow beard. Circumcision, not for females, but for males. The Prophet never, never ever, people, men who came, ordered them to circumcise. But he did not order women who came to embrace Islam to be circumcised. He did not order. It is not prescribed. Of course, don't include it in the adab. 
or the duties. Of course, a believer has to clean himself. We, how often you see people go into Umrah and Hajj and they have George Bush here, Bush. Of course, this is a basic etiquette. They have to clean this one. Shame. And they don't know even people, big beer with beer, like that walking, and there is bush here, bush here. Astaghfirullah. We have to clean ourselves. And what will be the shape of that person who, who bathes you? How would we disgusted when you die and you did not clean yourself? Of course, now let us get to the adab, other adab. Like when you enter your home, the Prophet said to Anasur Malik, yeah, My son, when you enter the home, say Assalamu Alaikum. Even if nobody there, it will be a source of blessing for you and for the house. And their family there, blessing for them. And the one who enters, greets with salam, and one who is there must return it. It's obligatory. If somebody says assalamu alaikum to you, you just don't return the salam. All of the scholars agree it is obligatory for you. If somebody greets you with salam, to say wa alaikum salam. Yes. And the young shall greet the old. One of the rules in Islam is the Prophet said, Laysa minna mallam yuwakir kabirana, wayarham sagirana, walam yatarif bihaki alimina. He is not among us who does not respect elders, those who are older than him. How often we see we enter the masjid, a young man is entering. And there is an old man behind, he doesn't hold the door for him. You should do so whether it is old or young. It's respectable behavior to do that. Teach our children to do that. You do it when you are coming with your child. Wait for that other person. Of course, if he's far away and you are busy, you can. You can go. Otherwise, you hold. So, respect for the elderly. And mercy for the young and recognizing the right of the scholar, the knowledgeable person, he needs respect. He needs to be respected for his knowledge, even if you don't agree with him. Because sometimes people think that I belong to this school and he belongs to another. Astaghfirullah, that was not the way the Sahaba treated each other. They deferred. As Imam Shawalullah writes in a beautiful book, the juristic differences among the scholars origins originates in the differences among the companions of the Prophet. And they differ in matters of fact, and yet they prayed behind each other. They greeted each other, they loved each other, they treated each other like brothers, although they differed in their juristic opinions and uh, actions and behavior. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to have this kind of... And of course, we need always observe this salam to everyone. As-salamu ala man arafta wa ala man lam ta'rif. Greet. Whether you know the man or not, whether he comes from your country or not, whether he speaks your language or not, whether he eats your kind of food or not, 
This is the teaching of Islam. Assalamu alaikum, assalamu alaikum, assalamu alaikum. The Prophet used to do that in order to give the impression that his salam is meant to each and everyone in the gathering. The opposite, taslimul khasa. You single out with your salam to your own group, to your own brother, to your own countryman. This is one of the signs of the hour where Islamic manners and behavior will disappear and people will cling to the rituals as if it is the essence of religion. And of course, when you greet someone, look in his face. Look in his face and greet with a smile. This is the Islamic manner. And the first one who greets somebody who meets, he is a better of the two. The Prophet was the Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was the first one who would be the first one to greet people. Can you be better when you think that you don't greet because you, you, have, you are more pious or more knowledgeable? Astaghfirullah. You cannot be more pious. I cannot be more pious than Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam because Rabbi My Lord has trained me and he has trained me very well. The essence of Islamic manners Taqwallah, consciousness of Allah, truthfulness, humility, and compassion. Empathy for everybody. Empathy for everybody. Compassion towards everyone. This is the essence of, of course, we will continue this kind of detail, more details in the uh, upcoming khutbahs, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspire us. To follow the examples of the Prophet ﷺ, he said, The perfect believers are those with the perfect manners, perfect morals, perfect character. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspire me and you to emulate the Messenger of Allah ﷺ in our manners and character.